Hi, this is Bobby from Strange Darkness Radio. I just want to give my heartfelt condolences to Stephen Boss, a.k.a. Twitch. He's a DJ that was on Ellen DeGeneres' show. Great guy, great dancer. He was on Think You Can Dance, a lot of different shows. He was an executive producer on her show also. And unfortunately, he lost his life to suicide. And I just want to say to him, you will be missed and rest in power, my brother. I also wanted to say, if you or someone you know is struggling or in a crisis, please, please get them help. You could do that by texting 988 or chat at 988lifeline.org or call the 1-800-273-8255 number and get help. Try to make it another day. This is Darkness Radio. Trouble in my soul. Hey, I've been praying like it be draining all. Hey, we're trying to keep holding on. I'm ashamed, and yet what I will see ain't nobody. The host of Strange Darkness Radio, Bobby Washington and Tony Carr. Welcome to another episode of Strange Darkness Radio. On tonight's show, we're doing something a little different. We have a guest on tonight's show, a local R&B artist, CJ Washington. 
He's on tonight's show to talk about his paranormal experiences. The music you heard in the intro is CJ. We'll be peppering you with his music throughout the show tonight. Welcome, CJ. Yo, yo, what's up? How you guys doing? Um, Thank you guys for having me on the show. Super excited to come on. I've been listening to the show ever since it dropped, so uh, it's an honor and a privilege to be on here. Let's uh, go ahead and get into these scary stories. We'll be back to get into these paranormal stories. You can listen to Strange Darkness Radio on iTunes or Spotify or any podcast hosting sites. Yo, CJ, man, it's good to have you on the show. Um, Welcome, welcome. Uh, Before we get into scary stories and any of your your experiences, uh, how did you become, well, how did you get into music? Just talk about that first. Uh, man, well, thank you, first and foremost. And uh, like I said, it's, it's a pleasure to be here. Um, I uh, got into music at a young age, just basically uh, um, was, you know, surrounded by it uh, throughout my childhood and um, basically stuck with me. So I just uh, kept working at it, kept working at it. And here I am today. <laughs> man, man, that's that's crazy, man. You got a good voice and... Uh... Uh, Bobby, Bobby showed me some some music when I first met him, and I was like, "Man, this kid, this kid's talented." Thank you, thank you, I appreciate yeah, it, man. Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah. So, um, <clears throat> so uh, CJ. Yes. Um, well, you know, one, let's go ahead and give your socials and all that good stuff, so okay. people can check you out and know who you are and what's what's popping. Yeah, so you can check me out on YouTube, uh, CJ Washington. If you just type that in, you'll find like all my videos, uh, live covers, all that. Um, on Instagram um, at CJ Washington Music, and then um, and the music with a Z on that, and then uh, my website is uh, cjwashingtonmusic.com, which pretty much has everything on there too. So, and then I'm also on Spotify, Apple Music, title, anywhere you listen to music, I'm on there too as well. Nice, nice, yeah. Check out them EPs, and I'm gonna say this one time and one time only because I'm pretty sure you guys get it. You know, Washington, CJ Washington, Bobby Washington. Yes, my son. Yes, I'm proud as hell. <laughs> you know what it is. And, uh, you know, he's a professional musician. That's what he does day in, day in, day out. Yes. You know, so, um, so yeah. So, but also, you know, we always, man, have uh, late night paranormal talks and all that good stuff. And, mm-hmm. man, it's, it's, it's wild. It can get crazy, man. We, we go well into the night. Yeah, for sure. You know, about uh, <laughs> paranormal stories. Yeah, well into the night sometimes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, uh, so, uh, so CJ, now um, you've had different experiences. Mm-hmm. Um, you graced us with uh, going, hey, you know, coming to studio, actually yeah. recording at your own studio, sending it to me. Yeah. And then, you know, I had to jazz it up and do what I do. Oh, yeah, for you know, sure. When it comes uh, to uh, to the to the stories and all that good stuff. Um, but, um, but yeah, so, you know, let's go ahead and get into one of your stories. So this story takes place when I was, uh, about six years old. I don't know, six years old, something like that. That's kind of where I remember it. I could be wrong on the age from anywhere from four to eight. I don't remember exactly. Um, but I was staying the night at my grandma's house and, uh, I was over there, it was in the middle of the day, um, 
And there was some commotion going on between, like, my grandma, my cousins, and, you know, uh, I don't remember exactly the whole everything, but ended up, everybody left the house except for me and my grandma. And we were, we were there, we were in the kitchen, um, she was cooking stuff, I think she was getting, like, things prepared for dinner, uh, we were just kind of talking, I don't, like I said, super young, I don't remember exactly what we were talking about, but she just, it was like, all of a sudden, she stopped doing what she was doing, and she was like, all right, we need to go upstairs and pray, <laughs> like, I'm young, I'm like, what, what are we talking about, go upstairs and pray, I have you know no idea what's going on. I'm like, all right, cool, let's go. So we go upstairs. Um, and once we get up there, it's like we didn't really like. It wasn't like we went super fast, but you could tell there was like she was rushed. You could tell like she was trying to get up there quick. And uh, so we get upstairs, and basically she closes the door right away. And my grandma, she she always has like these really really tall beds, so they're like they're not your normal size bed. You need like stairs to get up onto the bed. And uh, so we get next to the bed, and she stands up, starts praying, and I'm there. And all of a sudden, like I could just hear a bunch of stuff being thrown around downstairs. Like it's almost like. It's almost like a tornado is going through the house. And she's praying, praying, and it's like, it was a trip to me because the harder she prayed, the more, like, commotion was going on downstairs. She was praying, praying. I don't remember exactly all the words she was saying, but, you know, a lot of rebuke you, you know, the devil, blah, blah, blah. So she was praying, praying, praying. And this... This probably went on for, I mean, in my little mind, it seemed like a long time, probably like 10 minutes, something like that, a good good amount of time. And then you could all of a sudden, like, everything stopped downstairs. You could could hear, it's almost like the tornado left the house. So, she she doesn't really say anything, she just said, come on, we go. We're walking downstairs, and when you walk downstairs in my grandma's house, like, it's not just, like, a straight shot. You walk downstairs, and you can't see anything because there's walls on your right and left as you're walking downstairs. And then as you get downstairs, there's, like, this little, like, pillar where you can kind of look over the edge into, like, the living room and the kitchen. But I was still kind of too short for that, so I couldn't see anything. We're walking all the way downstairs. Soon as, And then when you get down to... Um, the very bottom of the stairs, you're, you see the front door right in front of you. And as soon as I see the front door, there's like dirt on the ground. I'm like, what's going on? But the door's closed. I'm like, what is that? So we coming down, we wrap around kind of the edge of the stairs where the wall is. And the house is a mess. I'm talking about couches flipped over. Uh, my grandma has a bunch of plants knocked over that's where the dirt came from um she had like a lot of clothes and different things in the living room that was all turned over hangers strewn about thrown about um we go into the kitchen the cupboards are all open 
Um, there's plates on the ground, plates everywhere, all in the all on the uh, sink, all on the counter. Um, it was uh, it was a trip. It was scary because then at that point I was like, I didn't you know I didn't know what to think. I'm thinking, man, was that the demon came to the house and you know created did all of this because you know my grandma's very religious and at least from what I know of her, you know, um, very religious and like a demon came to the house all because, you know, my grandma wanted to pray. Like that was something that it was hard for me to figure out what was going on. Um, in my later years, I start to think, well, well, I started to think did somebody come to the house and like do that, you know, but then it's like, I don't know. There was just too much done. There's too much damage done to the house as far as like, things turned over plates broken so on and so forth for it to be like just one person coming in there and just flipping things over so i don't know it was uh it was definitely to me a paranormal experience because i have no idea what happened and uh that's something that i definitely think about too a lot when it comes down to like what was that (laughs) what was that what could that have been so Listening to Strange Darkness Radio. Yeah, that that was uh, pretty pretty eerie. Yeah, yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, so so yeah, give us some give us some uh, more in depth about that, uh, Chris uh, CJ, because that was just crazy. Because um, it had to have been frightening as hell. Well, yeah, yeah I mean, I, I was definitely scared because I'm you know like I said, super young at the time, just trying to figure out like what's going on, you know, um, and. Uh, it was like my grandma was trying to like kind of keep my head down too, you know, like during the during while she was praying, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Almost so that like I, I don't know, like as if that would like shield me from hearing what's going on downstairs and everything. Yeah, and it was just like it, like I I can't explain. I don't remember exactly like how I felt, like if I felt, you know, like there was. I just remember being scared, you know, mm-hmm. and it was it was super loud. Like it was crazy loud. I remember that too. Yeah. How about any voices? Did you hear any voices or anything nah, to where it was, you know, like you said, you, you didn't know what was going on. Like could it, and again, me being your parent, yeah. <laughs> you know, I didn't really hear anything about it probably until after a while. I don't remember well, really, you know, when you told me, you know, um, you know, recall too much about it, but um, it was something that, uh, I mean, like, did she clean the stuff up? Like, like, what did she, what did she say? Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, she cleaned the stuff up and all that. Like, you know, um, I think, I think if I, if I remember correctly, I think she told me, yeah, like it was like an evil spirit or like the devil or something Mm -hmm. was, was downstairs or whatever, you know, but I mean, we kind of, I don't really remember, you know, a bunch of stuff after that, you know what I mean? But yeah. 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 That's wild. Was that, was that the only time that something happened at your grandma's house? Um, that I can remember, yeah. But I mean, I I've heard that there's a bunch of different things that happen there. So, but yeah. I not but like while I was present, yeah. Hmm. Yeah. No. Um. There's <laughs> my, mom, my mom always has some wild uh, situations going on. Um. Like I like I said before. Um. Is this something I don't know? You know, she's from Louisiana, she's Creole, and. Uh, you know, just I don't know if it was you know just a spirit or something that 
I wouldn't say an attachment because she's highly, you know, religious to where, you know, she would have um, probably, you know, um, exercised yeah, that, exercise that, that, that yeah. spirit or whatever, if it was, if it was something uh, to that degree, but it's always been something that lurks in the background, you know, right. I would say it's always been something like that, but yeah, that's wild. That, that, that's yeah, no, it, was, it was it was definitely uh an experience yeah, <laughs> so. yeah that, that that's something that you can never forget yeah know? yeah because you know you hear all the and then you go downstairs and you see all the uh chaos mm-hmm. um that just happened um and uh, like you said as a kid man i'm never going back to my grandma's house after that <laughs> yeah no i mean I, I was over there a lot after that too but i don't know i think back then i didn't really it wasn't really like a thing like that. You know what I mean? Like that was just, a, that was a scary moment, but I don't know if I, you know, 100% like, you know, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like process. Process. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Now so. it, it probably, what do you think it would have been a little different if you was experiencing this by yourself and your grandma wasn't there with you? Oh yeah, for sure. I probably would have been, yeah. That probably would have been uh, traumatic, (laughs) you know what I mean, if I was by myself, yeah, most definitely. Yeah, Yeah. and and, uh, I don't know, maybe the praying and, uh, you know, her being so spiritual or whatever calmed you to a degree to where it it just, you know, like it wasn't so fearful to where, I mean, again, the experience is crazy, obviously, but having that calming effect of someone praying over you, Mm -hmm. you know, that could have helped, you know, the situation. Yeah, and I think I think that was like kind of her way of trying to you know protect us, if you will. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Oh well, yeah. Wow. Okay. Um, well, again, that wow. was a, a eerie ass story <laughs> for sure. I'm, I'm sure a lot of people a lot of people have these same stories. Um, you know, just go go, you know, go out, go to the movies or something, and come home, and your whole house is you know fucked up. Yeah, yeah. That, you just described exactly what happened to me mm-hmm. at my mom's house, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, yeah. prior to him ever existing. So mm-hmm. you, you're correct. Yeah, yeah <laughs> that's exactly. exactly yeah. That's exactly what occurred. Um, but uh, we're going to go ahead and hit you guys with uh, some of CJ's music and uh, we'll be back. I look up in the rain and almost thought it was tears coming down my face. Holding on to the pain again. It's just raining LA. Welcome back to Strange Darkness. Always got to keep it paranormal. But <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, CJ, um, what's up with that? With that track, man, that's that's, that's off the hook. Yeah, um, I mean, I, I got plans right now. That's that's like some unreleased stuff right there. Mm, um, guys got an exclusive. <laughs> nice. Uh, so yeah, I'm ramping up for a nice... Uh, uh, launch next year for some a bunch of different records. I don't really know yeah. um, how I'm gonna 
put it all together, but I'm I'm definitely excited for next year. I'm gonna be dropping a lot of new music. So cool, cool, cool. Well, you guys just got an exclusive right here on a paranormal show <laughs> slash R and B. But um, but yeah. Um, so um, let's get into uh one of your other stories. Okay. It's uh, what is it titled? Uh, I believe Red Eyes. What, what's yeah. the situation? Yeah. And again, I know you know you you know we we have it, but uh, anything you want to say before we go ahead and uh, play this? Um, not really. I mean, this yeah, this this is just another. This one it was it's just another creepy experience. You know what I mean? Like you, you, you'll see when we get into it. Okay. Had to you know get some of that strange darkness tea. Um, but <laughs> <Yeah>. um, <laughs> but uh, let's go ahead and uh, get into it. All right, so I was coming home one night. Um, it was very late, super dark, super foggy. It was pretty much in the middle of winter. I don't remember the exact month or time, but I know it was late past midnight. I was coming home, and uh, I didn't want to be too loud. I didn't want to wake up all the other people who lived with me at the time there. Um, so I went, ended up going through the side gate. Um, we had a side gate at the house. You could open that side gate. There was a long, long walkway that went to the backyard. The walkway is probably about, I don't know, 10, 20 feet, something like that. Maybe a little longer, but it was long, but it wasn't like way too long. Um, long enough for you to see into the backyard, so on and so forth. And when you would open that, uh, when you would open the gate, the side gate, there would be, there's a door a side door that leads into the garage. So I would usually take that when I would come home late, um, you know, after a night out or whatever the case may be. So I get home um, and I can already immediately kind of feel, I feel like apprehensive right away. I'm like, whew, okay, what's going on? Um, I'm already a little bit nervous. Walk up to the gate, I get the gate open and close the gate. And as soon as I close the gate, it was like there was something, I felt a presence, like something was paying attention to me. I felt eyes on me. And I was like, okay, well, maybe I'm just tripping, you know, because, you know, you get home late, it's dark, so on and so forth. You start getting in your own head about whatever, you know, all the scary stories you've heard. And uh, so I immediately just head down, let me get this side gate open, I mean, side door open, get into the garage and get into the house. And I'm fumbling kind of with the keys, trying to find the right key. Um, and as I'm doing that, I felt like it was almost like more intensity. I felt like the eyes were more intense on me. So I look and I look down the walkway and I saw this like dark presence. Like it was like a dark, dark figure. But it was like, it, you could tell it was massive, but you could also tell that it was sitting down. That's how it kind of looked. It was sitting down like almost as if it was sitting on a bench. Like you could see kind of the legs spread. It's, you could see the arms sitting on top of the legs. And basically like, I don't know if I saw this or if I'm imagining it at this point based on how many times I've told the story or thought of the story in my head, but it was almost like its fingers were crossed and it was just kind of sitting there with its head down. Uh, and I only say the head down part because almost as soon as I see it, it's almost like its head snaps up and I just see these red eyes. 
and these red eyes are like burning with like a red hot intensity like it's doesn't it don't mean me no good <laughs> it's it's not there to do it, me any good so i'm like okay let me hurry up i'm start i'm i'm fumbling with the keys i'm trying to get the, i find the right key i start putting the key in the keyhole i'm turning it and as i look it's almost as if like the figure starts getting up or starts coming towards me and as soon as i start seeing that i open the door close the door behind me lock it I start breathing heavy, breathing heavy. Um, I call my girl who had just dropped me off. I kind of talked to her and was like, whew, I just saw this, you know. And at the time, there was a lot of things going on in my life that were kind of dark. I don't know if that was like just the accumulation of that or what the case may be, but um, that was definitely scary. And uh, that, you know, that's something I definitely think about a lot even to this day i'm always always thinking about like man what was that you know uh there's a lot of there's a lot of things about like manifestations or demons or you know but yeah it was a trip have you ever witnessed something you couldn't explain or felt you couldn't tell anyone about now is the time to tell your story on Strange Darkness Radio Hotline, 916-741-3032. Man. Woo. You gotta, yeah, man, that's crazy. <laughs> you got to give us more info on that because that is wild. Yeah, it was, uh, like I said, it, it was like this shadow person i guess if you will you know but it was like it wasn't like no person anybody's ever seen like this was a humongous figure you know um sitting back there and uh it was uh yeah it it was definitely like i could feel it like i said immediately before i even saw that it was there you know i could feel like this just i I felt nervous you know Mm -hmm. so it, it was it was definitely uh scary for sure man yeah, because um, when you were explaining the story to me and everything, and then um, once I heard the uh, recording, and again, I, I remember you telling uh, telling me, I don't know how long after, you know, you told me, um, you know, what you saw and everything else and was tripping out about it. But um, the only thing that I, you know, visually and audibly could, you know, come up with was, um, you know, this audio of this you know, creature yeah. or, you know, beast sounding thing. Mm-hmm. And everybody that hears this story, they're like, oh, he must have saw a hellhound. Well, like, no, because it's not really related to the the sounds that I was just trying to bring you in off of, you know, the fear factor mm-hmm. on what you, you, you know, you had to have been feeling at, you know, that moment. And uh, especially with trying to get the keys in, getting in, you know, getting yeah. in there and, you know, was it moving? Did it advance on you or anything or did it? I, I felt like in? like as I was getting the door open, I felt like it was like about to, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But but it didn't move. You know, it was just like, you know, how you can feel like someone's about to move or something like that, like that anticipation. Yeah, um, that's kind of what I felt, you know, um, but it was it was definitely not like a like a beast or a hellhound like that. Um, yeah, it was more like. I would say like a, just a demonic figure, you know? Yeah. 
And, and so the size was just like a big, oh my gosh, burly, yeah, like, or yeah. was it a blob size, or it was, was it like? It, it, I mean, it was a little bit of both, right? Okay. So like you could kind of tell that it was like a bigger hulking figure, you know, mm -hmm. but it was still kind of like blobby darkness, you know. And the the biggest thing is the red eyes that you could see that were just like piercing, staring at me. Yeah, yeah. Was it see through at all, or was it just solid? No, nah, it was just solid black. Now you couldn't see through it. Oh man! But mm -hmm. so you could wow. see the outline, like the figure was there, like. But it was almost like it had like a smoky aura around it, or something, to where like you couldn't quite tell the the act, like the defining figures, you know, the defining mm -hmm. points of the of the figure. It was almost like it was just like kind of like I said, like a smoky kind of outline around it. So yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, you can always feel uh, when there's an evil presence, you know. Around you, because the mm -hmm. whole whole mood shifts, uh, the whole energy. It's like you feel it inside, inside your body. Mm -hmm. um, my brother, um, he, he, I remember. So we used to share a room back in uh, when we lived in Hayward with my grandparents. Mm -hmm. And uh, one one night he was screaming, saying he saw um, red eyes in the closet because our closet mm -hmm. door was open. To this day, I don't like my closet door being open. Yeah. <laughs> um, just in case, because after he said that, I was just always checking every night. Uh, and he was he was spooked. You know, he was legit spooked. So, um, but when it comes to like dark dark presence and shit, yeah. Oh man, uh, I felt that a few times when you know I was doing a, a Ouija board session. You can you can definitely <laughs> yeah. feel coming in with the Ouija board. <laughs> yeah. You can definitely feel when when it's like. It's, nothing's there, and then Something's out of there. nowhere, it just <laughs> changes. Or sometimes it disguises it. Mm. Sometimes you don't notice it right away when mm. you're when you're doing it, and then you start to realize, like, what the fuck? Hold on, yeah. something's not right about it. Then once you start asking more questions, and then you start to realize, oh, uh, this is uh, this is something much evil. Then <laughs> I shouldn't be playing with this. Yeah. So, so have you ever, um, you know, had a session with the Ouija board? but then you physically saw something or is this more of a feeling oh, yeah. that you get? No, never, never seen anything. Mm -hmm. Um, when it comes to like something moving, um, uh, you know, in the corner of your eye, it's always been like an after fact, uh, after, after the fact of doing it, mm -hmm. such as, you know, you do it. And then like the next couple of days, um, things are falling down. Um, the, the garage is all messed up. Mm -hmm. uh, your room is, is kind of, disorganized and um but it's never never have i seen I've, every time i played i've i look listen every time i did play <laughs> i was always looking around because i'm like i'm about to see some shit oh and, yeah and it just get really creepy yeah um but at my ex-girlfriend's house in uh high school we and a couple of friends used to do it at her house a lot uh, you, i remember i was yeah, bro. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> it was it it was crazy. I don't know why, but you know, whatever. Um, I was remember I was sitting by the door. The door's wide open, and, and I looked to the left. If you well, if you look to the left, that's where the the um the living room is at, the hallway and shit like that. And then um um a place where you keep your your towels and shit. And so uh, I remember like we pantry closet or whatever. Yeah, pantry. There, there you go. I remember we was playing it, and I just kept getting. Well, her house one, by the way, was always hella spooky. I got you know, so many experiences with her house, but um, 
I ended up looking to the left because I kept on feeling like weird and shit. So when I looked to the left, this is the only thing, this is answering your question, Bobby, but I didn't yeah. see nothing. Um, I looked to the left and the the towel, it was like two folded towels and a and a face towel, perfectly folded in the middle of the uh, living room. Nobody else is there. It's just me, her, and a couple of friends. Her mom's not there. Her stepdad's not there. It's just us in the room. And this wasn't there prior to that? It was not there prior because I kept looking back and forth because, you know, I'm spooking myself out. And plus, <laughs> the the um, living room had no light on. Yeah. So I'm, I'm really spooking myself out, you know? So that's why I keep looking back and, you know, left and right just to make sure I'm not seeing anything. And when I did turn that last time, Perfectly folded the, the um yeah perfectly folded the towels was right in the middle of the of the living room. Did you guys reach out to anybody? Was it a male, female, or? So you know we mm. we reached a spirit a lot called Zozo. Mm. Oh, it was a recurring sh- spirit that you kept talking mm-hmm. to. Mm-hmm. Zozo. Okay. I'm not sure if if it's um, I'm not sure if it's like a type of spirit like when you do play the Ouija board like other people around the world has you know experienced right. the same thing yeah but you know you would ask it it will go from z to zero i mean z to o slow mm-hmm. sometimes and then if it's if the energy is really you know strong it will go super fast yeah that's wild hey so um real quick disclaimer anybody out there who ever used a ouija board and got in contact with a spirit called zozo hit us up Strange Dragons Radio at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. And uh, so that way, uh, you know, we want to know because um, that would be very interesting if uh, this, you know, particular entity entity yeah, or demon has, you know, you know, uh, made its way to other Ouija boards out there in the mm-hmm. um, stratosphere. You guys should do a, uh, just a Ouija board episode. Man. Yeah, for the for the most part, you mm-hmm. know, I I've, know. I've we- played it enough. I've played enough times to talk about many stories. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so. uh, if we get to uh, show 50 or uh, oh, enough go. callers, maybe we'll go ahead and do a Ouija board session live. Nah. You know, not me. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I'm good. Very interesting. I would never be able to come back home if that was the case. <laughs> knock, knock, on, knock on the door. But, um, but I'll, yeah. I'll watch you guys live, though. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Put it on like Instagram live or something. That's funny. That's funny. I'm pretty sure that, that happens out there. Um, so uh, let's go ahead and uh, hit another uh, uh, commercial with uh, CJ and uh, we'll be back. I see your moonlight on the darkest night and I know wherever you are. It's reflecting off of you And there's a constellation in the sky Makes me remember the time We were perfectly aligned Staring at a different woman Laying on your side of the bed Visions of you over and over Replaying inside my head now I'm hating that I love you I should be with you right now Wanna fight it but I don't know how Need an anchor that can hold me down Without you now I just might drown I should be with you right now Wanna fight it but I don't know how Need an anchor that can hold me down Welcome back to Strange Darkness Radio 
Man, I love that song. <laughs> is that uh what is that another exclusive what is that uh no so that that one have been out for a little bit um uh it, it should be out there in the ether so, okay cool cool yeah, check it out that one's called um uh drown got it so uh yeah you can check uh, cj out on itunes spotify any music streaming service and check out his uh socials and all that good stuff but um so yeah, and if you if you hear me from uh strange darkness uh let me know oh yeah for way. sure yeah definitely um yeah this is uh worldwide uh we may have five to five hundred listeners but uh it's all good but uh yeah so check out <laughs> check out check out his music and uh you know from japan to uh switzerland to puerto rico to all the uh states out there listening thank you guys very much uh even sweden so uh oh, so yeah. yeah thank Super you <laughs> that's crazy yeah yeah for sure um so um so so <clears throat> cj um mm-hmm. you told me about a story yeah about you and a couple of friends going into an abandoned house can you <laughs> yeah, we can were... you go ahead and uh let the tell the people you know a, a, about that and yeah, let me just tell you uh first and foremost don't try this at home yeah for that's sure a, that's a bad idea but uh <laughs> let's go so we are going to the casino. I forget which one. I think it was probably like the Red Hawk. It's a little bit further away, right? So we're going to casino, and um, one of my friends that we were going with, like he frequents this casino a lot, and he's like, "Man, you know, I think we were talking about like paranormal stories that night too, like ghost stories and stuff like that." And so he's like, "Man, I know this like house that's on the way that's always like super creepy, right?" And uh, so we're like, man, let's let's check it out. You know, on the way we'll see we'll see what's going on. So we get there, we get to the house, and immediately, once again, creepy vibes, right? It's it, like I could just feel it. I'm like, oh man, this is this is something else. And there's four of us, and uh, so me and one of my friends. I'm just keep all names out and all that. Me and one of my friends, uh, we decide to go like check out the house. And uh, the friend that I was with, he was like a baseball player. So he had a couple baseball bats and stuff. So we took those just to kind of make sure, you know, we were cool. We were able to take care of ourselves if there was any squatters or anything in there. So we start walking up to the All right. Yeah, we start walking up to the house. There's a lot to this story. So I might have to like kind of go back and forth. But we start walking up to the house. And this is like an old, like, just picture a haunted house in your mind. This is like one of those, you know, two-story. It's got a couple of windows up top. Um, it's got like a, a patio and all that. And this house, I'm telling you, is like in the middle of nowhere. There's nothing around it. It's sitting on land upon land. And it's just like a two-lane road, you know, that you, as you go into the casino, you're on a two-lane road and you pass by that house. Um, it's got like a longer driveway as you're driving up into it. So anyway, we walk up to the house and, you know, we open the door. The door's open, mind you. No, not locked, nothing like that. Uh, we start immediately kind of calling in the house like, hey, is anybody here? You know, blah, blah, blah. We start making some noise. We don't hear anything, you know, nothing. Right. So as you walk in, it's a long hallway and the stairs are to your left. And I think there's, a, if I remember correctly, there's a way to go to the right, but we didn't, we just kept straight on the path to kind of leads into like this bigger open room, right? And as we get to the open room, we see there's a, uh, it's the, uh, it's the devil symbol. I forget what it is. Um, it's spray painted on the wall. 
Um, and uh, it's a pentagram, pentagram spray painted on the wall. And then as we're kind of, as we're in there, like we hear something upstairs and we just boom, immediately run out right to the car. Cause they're like, nope, it's enough. We, you know, we, it's, this is probably like a place where they do some like ritual, ritualistic things or something like that. You can't, I don't want no part of that, right? We get in the car and our two other friends are in the car freaking out, right? Because they can't use their phones. So like one of my friends, she's taking pictures of the house. And as she's taking pictures of the house, they're trying to like look, you know, cause they're videotaping us at first, I believe. But then she starts taking pictures as the other one's trying to videotape their phones shut off and stop working and they just start glitching to where they can't use them at all. Um, so we immediately, you know, out, we're driving fast, getting out of there. Right. And as we're on our way to the casino, cause we still <laughs> go to the casino. <laughs> so, uh, we're on our way. And, uh, one of my friends, she pulls out the phone. She's like, look at this. And I wish I still had the picture. I don't know where the picture went, but in this picture, you see just a ton of those like orbs, those like, uh, like the ghostly orbs that you see, there's a ton of them. I'm talking about like, this picture is full of them. And uh, yeah, it was a trip. I think there's another picture too, if I remember correctly, there's another picture where kind of looks like there may or may not be a figure in one of the top windows. Um, and uh, yeah, that I was like, Whew, we might have dodged a bullet with that one getting out of there. So. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Man, that that's a pretty wild story. Yeah. Whew. That's crazy. <clears throat> so um you guys just passed this house? I mean, you saw it before, or is this something that, you know, was a one-off to where you drove by the house and it seemed kind of creepy and you're like, you know, let's let's go check it out. You know, what made you wanna, you know, go uh into the house? Right. So like I said, I I, I think that night we were kind of like talking about paranormal stuff already like ghost stuff right mm -hmm. and one of my friends he goes to that casino all the time or he went to anyway got um it, that casino it. all the time and he's like oh yeah there's this creepy ass house blah blah on this you know so um once he tells me that i'm like oh man we should go check it out <laughs> you know and so we go check it out and you know that's what happened mm. Mm. that's crazy yeah. yeah i've always wanted to go somewhere that's abandoned or uh or that's supposedly haunted, you know, just to see for myself, but not by myself. Fuck that. I was, <laughs> I had a friend in LA. He was telling me about a, um, he was telling me about like an abandoned hospital, abandoned something. Oh, okay. And I was like, yeah. Let's yeah. go. Like a sanitarium he, or, yes. a, you know, he never, we never went. And I was like, damn, bro, like, don't, don't bring it up and not go. Yeah. Like, let's yeah. do it. Well, that, that house is still there. <laughs> I think, I yeah, think we, anyway. I mean, you could. Uh, I, I just gotta remember the correct casino. I'll, I'll call my boy and ask him. But I, I'm pretty sure it was like the Red Hot Casino because it's like a little bit further out. Um, and uh, yeah, it, I, it should still be there unless they knocked it down. Yeah, we got to do something like that in 2023. Whether yeah. it's, um, I know there's a haunted castle that they have in our area mm -hmm. that we can uh, check out. Oh, there's also you know, the uh, uh, underneath the uh, uh, downtown, the old. Old tech. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. All the yeah, they um, got that. Mm -hmm. yeah, all the uh, the mine the mining stuff, the yep. gold gold rush time period, all that <clears> stuff. They also have this house uh, somewhere downtown. I believe it was like the the owner or the the CEO or somebody of uh, Sutter Sutter Hospital, mm -hmm. 
and that house is abandoned and they have cameras all over the place because people always go you know to take pictures sleep out front just to see if they can catch oh. it uh, anything i've been over there once it's it's pretty creepy yeah 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 you can't get in so okay yeah but that house is like a that one that i just told a story about it's like a little known gym right like not a lot of people know about it which kind of makes it even more creepy like it's not nothing like we heard about on something or it's not like well known so yeah um yeah Hmm, I don't know. People might have been in there, do, you know, worshiping. Uh, oh, for sure. Like I said, the pentagram was in there for oh, sure. So. That's crazy. Oh, yeah. A lot of people would do crazy shit like that. Yeah. Uh, so mm-hmm. now that, that that story, I mean, that I mean, the pentagram was enough to creep us out. Then we heard some upstairs. Then we kind of, you know, once we get back to the car, they're freaking out because their phones aren't working, which mm-hmm. to me is kind of like another telltale sign of like some sort of paranormal activity. Right. Like, mm-hmm. so. Yeah. Always. Wow. So so in the paranormal realm, um, those are, you know, the stories that pretty much happened that were things that, you know, sat with you for a while to where mm-hmm. you're like, I'm, you know, that's going to be with me for the rest of my life. Yeah. You know, um, any anything else that just because uh, I know there was one thing that you were telling me about <clears throat> when you were driving home and um, you just it's either. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. So it was I was driving home late one night. Um, and it was like super late. This was years ago. Um, mm-hmm. It was super, super late and it was foggy out. I mean, it was just a recipe for disaster. Right. Yeah. And I was like super tired. So I'm driving, driving and I basically like fall asleep at the wheel. Right. Ooh, uh-huh. And uh, it was I don't know what woke me up. It was like I don't know if it was it, like I, I want to say like I like smell my grandma or something like that but it was something about like my grandma that like woke me up Mm -hmm. and I was literally probably like I don't know 10 it had to be probably a little bit further maybe 20 30 feet away from hitting one of those like um those construction signs that kind of like point in the arrow you know to get over Mm -hmm. um and so that that was that was a crazy story because like I said I was I fell asleep you know and I I like to believe in that story like I said like it was like I smelled my grandma or like, like I felt her presence, you know, like she woke me up. Yeah. So. Wow. Yeah. 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 Woke mom. me up from hitting that divider. Yeah. That, that and that would have been <clears throat> on your mo- your mother's side. Yeah. Your mother, your mm-hmm. Grandma Terry. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's amazing. Yeah. I, I, I have stories that I have not told about her yet, um, which I will at some point, you know, we got a pepper, pepper situation. We want people to call in. This is the whole thing. We want you guys, you know, to call in and tell your stories. Um, Cause this is how it flows and how it goes. I mean, um, to where it's just, you know, it's an in- encounters that you may, you know, think that you're the only one who've had that. And then you end up finding out like, dang, that's a common thing or an entity that visits, you know, multiple people. And, uh, just like, uh, what, uh, Tony was saying with the Ouija board, you know, on how, um, you know, that the demon, the entity that he was talking to, what was it? Zozo? Tony? Yeah, Zozo. It was Zozo. Yeah, and, which uh, was weird, you know, because that it wasn't the the first time it, we we came across him maybe two or three times, mm-hmm. um, and each time it was kind of like a weird, weird presence in a way. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, it's a trip. And uh, but but again, you guys could ha- you know have these situations and uh, stories and uh, you know think you're going crazy or you didn't see what you thought you saw and but when you hear it being confirmed because another person is telling that exact story or situation or something that you saw 
you know, that kind of, you know, solidifies that you're not crazy, that uh, there are things that we cannot explain, you know, that happen in the ether and all that good stuff. Uh, so um, we're going to hit you with another one of uh, CJ's uh, tracks. So we'll be back. So long. So long. Strange Darkness Radio. All right. Okay. Um. Again, this has been a great paranormal night, you know, with, uh, you know, having CJ on um, and talking about his paranormal experiences. Um, we were going to get into more stuff. We, won't, we won't, don't want to make the show too long, but uh, I do want to hear uh, CJ about you've had a kind of like a UFO type experience, not really a sp- experience op- opposed to an adventure. And if you can just tell that or whatever um, to uh, get us out of here, um, you know, for the people about uh, Area 51, you you went to uh, Vegas and yeah. set out on an adventure and uh, give us a little a little taste of that. Yeah, so uh, I went out to Vegas and... Uh yeah, we were we were out there. It was a trip because um, that was one of the things that we wanted to do. Like, we got to go to check out Area 51, just kind of see it, you know, ourselves. And uh, there's like this little gift shop, like store or whatever. That's like basically right outside of it. You know, uh, it's like a, maybe a mile or so away. And uh, you can go there and, you know, shop and all that stuff. Get your get your alien uh, goodies and whatnot. But um, it's a trip because it, it's just literally filled with these hills in the desert, you know, um, and you would never be able to tell in a million years that there's anything there, you know, no sort of facility, nothing like that. They have signs up now, you know, just kind of saying like, you know, do not enter here. There's like long, you know, roads uh, that lead to, I'm sure, probably different parts of the facility or whatever. And who knows, there's probably like a bunch of underground stuff, too, as well. Um, but it does, there's definitely like a different vibe when you're out there, right? Mm. Like there's, it's like, there's more than meets the eye out there. You can tell, you know, um, I don't know if, you know, there's, I I can't tell you if there's aliens out there nothing like that. (laughs) I didn't see anything out there really, you know, um, we did try to sit out there and kind of take a look and see if we could see something but um we, we didn't was this up. like really late at night or? yeah it's late at night yeah uh-huh yeah it's late at night and then early in the morning uh we left earlier in the morning so that way we could kind of go we went around like back around that way again just to try to catch something and it's 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 a little eerie out there for sure mm-hmm. um i would say it's eerie because you're just like you're out there it kind of made me think of like dang like you know, old explorers back in the day, like, you know, just figuring things out, you know, being stuck kind of in a way. It's kind of what it felt like, but then there's even just a little bit more to it because I know that, you know, the facility's out there, you know? Yeah. And so it's just like, just gets your mind wondering like, dang, what's out here? What's, you know, so. It was cool though. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, we, 
we we have to uh, do something like that or whatever. One of these summers, you know, yeah. go out there. We'll go back and, out there. Uh, yeah. yeah, and uh, just see what we can see mm-hmm. and all that good stuff. But um, mm-hmm. I'm always looking at this. Every time I come home, I'm looking out. Every time I come home and I'm walking to my door, my eyes is up in the sky just in case. Oh yeah, man. I, wow. I've definitely seen some um, UFOs. That again, at another time, we'll definitely get into and discuss because, uh, you know, all you got to do is look up. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You never know what you're yeah. going to see. And uh, it could be us. It could be them. It could be um, something from another universe or, you know, us coming Dimension. back in time. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You just never know. And we miss a lot, too, because we're always looking down on our phones, you know, so we're really yeah. not looking up at the sky to see when things do happen because shit happens at night during the day, you know, anytime, you know, really. Yeah, exactly. No, for sure. So, uh, CJ, uh, go ahead and him with your socials again. So that way they can, uh, you know, check out your music. Um, again, he's a phenomenal singer, phenomenal guitar player. He's always performing. He's always on the road. He, he the boy never stops. He's an amazing <laughs> individual. Um, you know, I, I don't know where he got that battery in his back from, but uh, he's doing it. But uh, yeah, hit him with your socials, man. Uh, yeah, so it's uh, my uh, YouTube is CJ Washington. You just type in CJ Washington, you'll find a bunch of videos. Um, I got uh, my Instagram, CJ Washington Music with a Z. And my website is uh, cjwashingtonmusic.com. Nice, nice. Okay, man, another great night of paranormal talk. Yeah, uh, thank from- you guys for having me on. Oh, yeah, for yeah, sure. Man. Definitely. Come back anytime, bro. Exactly. Sure. For sure, for sure. Um, so uh this is Strange Darkness Radio and uh we're out. I am Buzz Aldrin and I was the lunar Rigel pilot on Apollo eleven. Five, four, three. should commit itself to achieving the goal before this decade is out of landing a man on the moon and returning him safely to the earth. No single space project in this period will be more impressive to mankind or more important for the long-range exploration of space, and none will be so difficult or expensive to accomplish. I occasionally think how quickly our differences worldwide would vanish if we were facing an alien threat from outside this world. The truth is that we've never proved one, but there are things flying around up there that we haven't fully identified yet. And keep in mind, there are a Basically, a billion galaxies in an ever-expanding universe. I mean, you can't even get your mind around the sheer number of things that are out there. People still take seriously trying to investigate and figure out what that is. There are, uh, there's footage and records of objects in the skies that we don't know exactly what they are. We can't explain. Uh, how they move, 
their trajectory. Uh, they, they did not have um, an easily explainable pattern. When it, when it comes to aliens, uh, there's some things I just can't tell you. 